You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. intro and we get started all right y'all it's your boy smiles we back for another episode of the music impulse on this very special episode i had to holler at my fellow Nauta bros you know e-ray and free for a very special guest that we have we got both hosts of the fall nerds podcast a favorite podcast of all three of ours you know uh we talk offline about their podcast a lot because you know we all nerds in this thing. So uh, we got DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana King of Four All Nerds podcast. So uh, I'll let everybody do the introductions first. So I'll go with E Ray. You know, do your introductions. What's going on, guys? E Ray, the quasi bad guy, the Diet Coke of evil, um, Pod Hercules, as it would be now, the demi, <laughs> the demi god of Pod because of all the side jobs we do. But what's going on? All right, Free. Going on is M Free, aka Young Freezer Burner, aka Young Free Illuminati, aka Styles P Morales, aka President Evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, you can go next. Oh, I see everybody got AKAs these days. Hey, oh, what's hey, up? Hey, it's your boy DJ Brown. The brand is strong, a.k.a. Yes. Uh, Dr. Who's Man since this master splinter cell. Trinidad Bane, keep that same energy on when you see me. Arsenio Holodeck. Hey. Hey, Meek Millhouse. Method Man's planning here in the spaceship. <laughs> or not the spaceship, but, you know, guest starring on another spaceship. As <laughs> well. Yeah, starring on somebody else's ship right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Tatiana. And I'm Tatiana Key, a.k.a. the Grand Duchess of Tech, a.k.a. Ned Slanders, the King of the North, Lambo Calrissian, and Flex Luthor. All right, and then I forgot to say mine. So I'm Smiles, <laughs> aka the Hip Hop Adams Chapter, aka Your Own to Me, Greyjoy, aka the T-shirt Tom Brady, aka the Approachable Broad Street Bully. <laughs> okay. 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 Save right. one. Hey okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, just wanted to uh, talk to y'all uh, for a few a few minutes. You know, uh, let the folks that. You know, may have never heard about y'all. Uh, get to know y'all a little bit. Let's talk some some geek nerd shit real quick. Uh, so I guess first we'll, we'll start off. Like I said, I just saw Batman. I literally just came from the movie theater from, from seeing it. We were talking a little bit before we started recording. So I'm basically just saying, overall, the movie is average. It wasn't. It was. It was cool. I was like, I did like the little bit of detective stuff about it. Um, Again, it was definitely were, way too long. I thought you were gonna say it was ass. I was like, <laughs> right, like, like, the letter a, I'm like, oh, um, actually, and I really, and and you can still talk about it. I didn't see it because I don't really care, and I'm still trying my best. Ben and I had talked so much about it. I already know what's happening in the movie, so it is what it is. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, we'll get that knocked that out real quick at that. I was like, because. Yeah. I know like E-Ray, he just dropped his review actually earlier today. And then I know y'all just recently dropped y'all's review as well. So I was like, mm-hmm. want to make sure people go listen to both episodes of those podcasts. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, please. Without rehashing all the things, it was yeah. fine, I guess. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it will make money. It's a thing. <laughs> I, I think now for my question for you guys, um, with this kind of portrayal of Batman, is there going to be like excitement for this Matt Reeves verse coming for like uh, the Penguin and all these other things that are coming out the projects right. after that? Well, actually, I've heard some good things about the other characters. How about that? I've heard some good mm-hmm. things about certain depictions, like particularly the Penguin, like that. A lot of people didn't even realize who that was that it was, you know, uh, Colin to begin with. But mm-hmm. um, I, I just think that. I don't know. It's it's funny. It's weird because we Ben and I have talked about this. 
Batman and the whole Bat universe has been overdone so so bad. Like yeah. it's 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 under the ground at this point, and it's just like to me the excitement probably is with the other characters. Um, you know, at this point, you've, you've done Joker to death. Um, you know, and, and people are going to sit there and forever compare it to Heath. And I'm just like the only way to get out of that and get out of this this cycle is to just take another take a step away from that so maybe Mm -hmm. they do need to come out and do some penguin stuff maybe they do need to come out and really do a straight up Catwoman something like I don't know I just I personally don't find a lot of excitement with Batman right now just simply because it's always it's the same thing it's everything's dark so yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay even as much as I semi well no I, I semi enjoyed the movie I really enjoyed uh Colin Farrell's Penguin yeah but I still don't really have a hype for the Penguin series. I'll watch it just out of curiosity, but yeah, the fact that it's going to be take place in this dark, boring universe doesn't do much for me. <laughs> like you know, this and it, it's uh, that's the thing that kills me. It's like this dark, you know, in quotation marks since this is audio. Like it's so like it's not dark. You know, that movie is silly and goofy, but it's <laughs> acting like it's dark, and that's what's so funny to me about people. Who have run around like, oh my god, this is the greatest and darkest Batman, I'm most serious. Real, most yeah, realistic yeah. Batman, and this movie so is wild. Serious. This movie is so wildly unrealistic. Like, I oh like, my god, I was like, why? Because they say it's social media. That's why it's realistic. Because like, yeah. it's not realistic. Like, oh yeah, the real is posting to social media. Oh my god, <laughs> his stream was not popping. By the way, he had like four hundred followers. Like, I mean, I, 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 I'm, like, you know, that's pretty oh, impressive. Sometimes yeah. Yeah. I saw know? that line that's about, oh, up, he yeah. has four hundred followers. Followers. Oh my god! I'm like, so the fuck what? That means yeah. nothing. A- any average person can have 400 followers. <laughs> but out of those I guess I'll be to for my fellow wrestling fans in the in the group. I'll be the mark for this movie. Oh, uh, here we go. I, mm. I, I, I absolutely loved it. Wow! It's not my Uh-oh. favorite. I'm not going around Talk saying it's the best us. movie ever, but I did thoroughly enjoy it. I do feel it was a little too long. Um, I do feel that the ending was a little tacked on. It could have been without that. I do feel we don't need another Joker anytime soon. Anytime soon. Like yeah, 10, I, I hate that they teased it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. But I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I think email, emo Batman was funny, but according to what Matt Reeves was saying leading up to the movie, I mean, Robert Pattinson understood the assignment. Um, that's what the director wanted. That's what he pulled off. Now, you know, it's really up to us to say whether we like the interpretation or not. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's not my favorite Batman movie. It's probably my second favorite, but I'm completely biased because Batman's probably yeah. my second favorite superhero after Spider-Man. So it's it's definitely a lot of bias coming from my opinion. I, I have a question there then because <laughs> I, I've, I've heard that when people say that they, this is their favorite, you know, superhero. And to me, it's like they have missed the mark pretty much, I'd say 75% of the time in Batman movies. So this misses the mark a lot for me like it i don't understand why we don't ever see a stable batman who's surrounded by the bat family that like that is what makes batman like him yeah, by himself is just Nightwing's one of my favorite uh heroes thank you nightwing <laughs> yes. a young robin a grown bat girl like why do we've never seen that in film and why do people who say that they're this like that's what i'm saying it's like this i've seen everything in this movie before so I didn't under, you know, and there was, and it pales in comparison to like Batman, the animated series. And then Facts. it's like, it's yeah. Nolan, but not Nolan's level of directing. So I was just like, this is a, this is average. Like, like if you want to do a standalone Batman, give me Batman beyond Batman. Like give me, yes. Terry, give me even that's you. surrounded, but that's a Batman surrounded by family. Right. Because yeah. that's an older, that's, that's, that's right, old right, man, right. Batman, yeah, that's, old that's, man Bruce. Right. So that's like the essence of Batman that I feel like people miss the essence of Batman yes. is not this insane person who runs around by himself. That so is I'm, like, ugh. I'm not the Batman <laughs> fan that thinks everything should be dark and we don't want, you know, the yep. Bat family. Cause I know there's a lot of Bat fam, the Bat fans that just want this Batman, the solitary Ugh. borderline psychopath Batman. That's their Ugh. favorite. So no, I would love <laughs> to see the Bat family translated on the screen. I don't think we're going to get it from this. No, and I think that's probably uh, to answer the, 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 the other question about the, this, this Reeves verse coming up. I'm excited because yeah, I'm interested to see where he goes with it, but I'm also excited because we can keep all that over there. And then we can see what what DC and Warner Brothers does with these other properties like Shazam, which has that's brighter, happier, has a little more levity. And I enjoyed the first one a lot. But see, it's not about (laughs) bright and that's the 
like this movie is so silly, dog. It, this man hits a bridge and gets up and walks away. He dates a bomb to the face. If you put Pow and Biff on this film, it becomes Batman. It becomes Batman sixty nine. This movie West. is silly. Adam West again. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not about bright, dark. The yeah. Batman the animated series is one of the darkest things ever created. Yes, but it mm-hmm. balances everything. Yes. There's mm-hmm. no balance in these films. It's the same nonsense. It's the same like I mean I don't want you know I don't want to call it nonsense, but it's the same like every time, and it's like that's not ben, all ben, the story. You know what it is? Yeah. It's the writing. It's the writing. Yeah. I was about to say the character <sighs> is hard all for because them to of the writing. Balance. They could bring in 50 characters they wanted to. If the writing is still like this, it's gonna be the same shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, but, I don't. I do. Yeah. yeah, but to uh, kind of switch gears uh, onto a. a a different property. Let's go into another universe. What uh, Marvel, Miss Marvel trailer dropped today? Did everybody yes. check it out? Very yes. excited about that. Um, yes. I know there's some controversy with there, but yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the powers, uh, yeah. stretch and look like she got bracelets or whatever that's going to give her the powers or something. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is from uh, my understanding. She, it's like a sight deviation. It was because they didn't because there was a scene where she did show stretching, but it yes. was like cosmic energy around her. So it's like it's more just uh, a slight change of mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is I know people were up in arms about why would you do that? You know, why are you changing this character? Then people was like they try to get this uh, the reasoning of well, maybe because they didn't want to you know clash with reed richards and i'm just like well that doesn't really matter because you have other characters with similar powers so that's not the thing that that no one cares about that i just think that it's just a like everything else with marvel there's pieces that we are missing purposefully and Mm -hmm. it's going to tie into a greater story somehow maybe these rings these these, the magic races or whatever they are is going to tie into something else and that's why it's going to make sense i i actually i just really trust marvel full like wholeheartedly so i i i get the the intensity of everyone saying how dare you change it but i'm also like we don't know the full picture quite yet yeah because I, <laughs> I know i was talking to like a co-worker earlier and he was like hey you never know with marvel they may do it where somehow like she could take the braces off but she's had, had them on for so long where like the power right. just automatically in there now so i'm like oh we'll see whatever right. but i mean but the stretching was still there i saw it yeah right. yeah yeah, so I don't think the deviation is as great as people are saying it is. Correct, right, right, mm-hmm. right. It was just shocking, I guess, to see like her shoot some sparks and stuff. I was like, what is this? And then- Did you believe? The, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's I was like, okay. But I was like, all right, that's fine. I'm, I'm with it. I'm not really huge on the source material. So I was like, whatever they give me at this point, just serve it up. I'm, I'm going to take it. Right. Yeah, because like, all I know is the cartoons that I've seen her in. So I was like, that's the only thing I know yeah, about her. whole game. Yeah. I mean, I've, yeah, I, the Marvel game is great. I mean, with her, her part, is really good. The yeah, Avengers trying, you know, after that, it's, yeah. But yeah. um, the comic I've read and uh, G Willow Wilson and the other creator they spoke about it and they said that to them when they designed her, it was strictly for a comic book. They say her embiggen powers, as she says, weren't meant to be translated to screen because they're so silly looking, you know, and. Mm. Yeah. While I understand people are like, oh, but you're going to do it with Mr. Fantastic. It's a different thing. And Mr. Fantastic is like, you know, one of the most known characters. I also understand people say, no, 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 I don't understand this part of it. When people are like, oh, this is the, you know, they did it to the brown character, but they ain't going to do it to the white character. I, I, this, and, is not a, this is not an ethnicity thing. Y'all got to like, yeah. That's a read. This ain't got and, nothing to do with race. That, and y'all the, dragging it. Like, right. Yeah. And then beyond that, like the point I made on, Twitter today was that, you know, it's always what the MCU gets so right is the essence of the character, right? Like everyone complained about the Spider-Man. Well, you know, traditionalists complained about the Spider-Man films because it was like Junior, Tony Stark or Iron Man Junior, whatever. Mm-hmm. And to me, it didn't matter because Peter Parker was still the Peter Parker that we know and love. Yes. And so mm-hmm. that's what made those movies great. And that's why they are great. And that's why they made a billion dollars each and they're universally regarded because they made, you know, the same character we know and love, whether there are changes or not, right? And I feel the same thing with Miss Marvel, and I just don't see Marvel just suddenly being like, oh, we're just trying to F this up. Like, just because the powers are window dressing. It's the story and the characters that make this all great. Like, it doesn't right. matter what powers these characters have. If, like you said earlier, Tatiana, if the writing isn't there and people... <laughs> miss that but then they get it when they're in the movie and this shit slaps them in the face because the writing is there every time like right yeah 
You yeah, also think it could be them distancing her from the inhuman that inhuman I, I don't think no Marvel cares about money and that's mo- that TV show is done and dead. They don't care. They will <laughs> drop it and done tomorrow if the inhumans were a profitable entity they drop them tomorrow and they'd have it all related to her but yep. it's and 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 when they decide to they will like people really underestimate what marvel has done here like they're not caring about no misses they've had they will right. find a way to make that miss they made dark world relevant when they did Endgame, and everyone was like oh dark world's not that bad now you know <laughs> And Inhumans is better than Dark World, fam. So it's like they, they'll figure a way. Watch, watch. Like two years, they'll be like, "Oh, Iron Fist." You know, look, I like Iron Fist now. Cause they'll have that same dude playing them, and the series will be dope suddenly. And they'll somehow make a way. I mean, I don't know what that take miracles, but you know, <laughs> absolute miracles like walking on water. Yeah, right. I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, <laughs> um, just a quick aside from that. Um, because of the source material, like I said, I'm not necessarily familiar with all the source material from Miss Marvel and even something like a Moon Knight. How do you think that affects uh, the reception of these characters for something like that in comparison to maybe like for me personally, I do just despise the Venom movies because why? I, that nigga ate that man's head at the end of that joint. <laughs> right. oh, that joint. He said, it's, "Fuck it's all that." That shit was great. We talked about like, that. How it's a lot. I, I got He's dragged. Like, Can we to that be movie. friends? Let him. Let yeah. him finish. Let him finish. No, no, but I, I got dragged to that movie because my girlfriend she doesn't know anything about Venom, so she this is her first encounter with it, and she loved it. And mm-hmm. I guess if I knew nothing or I. But Venom is one of my favorite characters from the cartoons back in like 90s. That's my nostalgia of it. I was like, I love this. It's kind of like almost it could be horror. Like he kind of stalks them, but just a cool play on it. And this is just so divergent of that and trying to play up for laughs that I just like, I just sit there and watch it. Like, I hate it. I hate everything. About <laughs> I hate it. You're not alone, right? Like I, I won't say hate it. Like there's yeah. parts of it where I think it's entertaining, but it's it, it's questionable to me. As I sat there, I was with Ben when we saw the second one, and there were so many times where <laughs> something would happen, I would just look over to him, like, "Are you dead ass? Like this? Did they really just do that? Like that, that he feeling. would just be." And Ben, you see how Ben is rolling right now? Ben will be. He was loving fucking, it. <laughs> be on the ground, like, like, and I'm just like. Like, am I stupid? Like, am I, what am I missing? It's, it's just it, how it, silly it, it was. It's meant, to, it's meant to be. And my thing is, though, it's so self-aware, mm-hmm. but it's like it also feels self-aware and not self-aware. It's 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 dead and alive. Like, it's it's both. Like, and that's like why, ultra camp. And, and that's yeah. why, not, yeah. Like, and that's why you and I will have similar struggles with it because it's like, goddamn, you know, you're an idiot, but you just keep being an idiot, and it's just like, yes. But you're also an entertaining idiot. I don't know. So that, I don't hate it, but I also threw, I get. I'm just questionable. He threw that streaming woman into the bell. I think that is like some of the best writing I've ever seen. Like this man's like, I need noise to stop this thing. And I've got this screaming woman in my hand, but I'll just throw her into a bell to make noise. Like, I mean, and I I feel you because I'm the person like, I remember like uh, issue 298 of Amazing Spider-Man changed my life. Like Todd McFarlane's first issue and then Venom appears in 300, right? And those mm-hmm. issues is when I became a Spider-Man fan, and Venom was terrifying. And then he was terrifying when uh, in ult- terrifying animated series. In Ultimate, exactly. uh, in Ultimate Spider-Man, he is the most terrifying thing you will ever read. Like Brian Michael Bendis wrote this uh, page where he is like the Venom creature is eating the person who it's on. Like you know, the symbiote is eating the person who is connected to, and they know it. So it sounds amazing. It was. That's just give me go, that. Go, the ultimate Spider-Man. It's, ultimate it'll steer, Spider-Man is it'll incredible. steer the life out of you. That Venom when he first appears in that, oof. But um, yeah, I still it's like that's it's the same thing. It's like all right, at the same time, that's one version of Venom, but there's also the 90s where Venom was the anti-hero and the lethal protector and yeah. corny as hell, and yeah. Carnage was one of the corniest characters ever created. And so this is true to the essence of that version. Like, and I just wish they lean more into like the whole um like the queer relationship between the two. Like, I wish they really leaned into that, even though they did enough for me, but I just wish they went all the way because 
you know, I, I I like things to piss off people who like you know think oh, this is not my comic. You know, it's like <laughs> just like to go, watch the world. Buddy, go read your fucking okay. comic, fam. <laughs> 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 you know? Got it. So, you know, ben likes to yes, he likes to watch the world burn. I know, just yeah. carnage all over the place. No, oh my god, when he ate Carnage's head, come on, dog. That man was like pleading, like, we could be friends and shit. Right. <laughs> no, that scene was kind of tight. That scene yeah, was that shit was amazing. I have to watch it with enjoyable. that type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a good movie. I got to take my brain I, I just, out. I just, wanna... I just never seen Ben laugh so hard. Like, <laughs> he, he threw that shorty into like, the bell, dog. It, I gotta go watch that shit again. He said, go watch that shit again. He laughs at that like I laughed at like Invincible or some of the crazy things that happened on oh, that show. Like I laughed at Invincible incredible. too. This is the greatest I, thing I I've cry. ever seen. I cried oh. Invincible. Yeah, Invincible yeah. Oh, was man. great. Free actually got me uh, hip to Invincible. I, I ended up uh, buying that after the, the show aired. And uh, I got, got all me. the comments. I got all the comments behind me right there. Yeah. Listening oh, yeah. to Four All Norths <laughs> got me into Invincible. So thank you which, guys for that. Which no uh, I, I did want to definitely make sure I mentioned that. I had never thought about reading a comic book or being into a comic book until I started listening to Four Nerd. So I was like, I definitely got to give <laughs> y'all the props. <laughs> I was like, from listening to y'all shows and like every week, like, I'm like, oh, that, that, that sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. I'm like, no, let me go buy a comic book. And then like a year or two later, I ended up meeting Free and then Free's a, a big uh, comic uh, person. And he had his own uh, comic po- podcast and everything. And I, I started buying stuff that he would post and everything. So like, I definitely got to make sure I give y'all y'all props for it. I'm Thank still super, super rookie. I probably maybe have like 20 or 30 issues of like a few comic books, like the Incredible Hawk one, because I'm a, a big Incredible Hawk fan uh, mm. uh, by that guy I, uh, that, you know, we don't want to mention, you know, a lot of yeah, stuff. He's been- <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, yeah, but still a great series, man. You know, right. Al, Al Ewing, Al Ewing Al is still, you know, I, I artists did whatever, but Al Ewing is oh. Yeah. That's I one heard of black I and wanna, white men in comics, boy. I love that man. Yeah, I do want to read that because that sounds amazing. I mean, yeah. sim- similar to uh, Smiles and Free, I've been a For All Nerds fan for a long time. Uh, even because I got introduced through Combat Jack. Yeah, mm. like I love just long form conversation. So whenever I listened and I seen the artwork that he would do with uh, like smoke coming out of his eyes of like Freeway or something. And I'm like, this is three hours long. I've got nothing to do but just listen to this. And then that kind of spread me through all the loudspeakers and then going through different things. I had no idea who 98% of the guests were on Forearm Nerds, <laughs> but I just listened to you guys and just then I would come into contact with it later on. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what Invincible is. This is what this yeah. that you guys had mentioned prior to. So that was amazing to just kind of actually talk to you guys. <laughs> oh, man, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. Really, thank so, you. That's a big deal. Thank you so much. I'm glad like we we helped to we also like the main thing is like we want to make everyone understand like there's a way you can put your voice out there. Like yeah, you can if you're not sure, like at least like you can listen to like-minded people and say, oh, okay, you know, it's okay to talk about that. It's okay to to come at this, you know, have a different opinion on things, you know, no one's gonna kill you for that. It's fine. Um yeah. so like that, that's really our whole goal. So I'm I'm really happy to hear that. Free still alive. Mm-hmm. It's like my still tethered alive. twin. Yeah. But we disagree all the time. Oh yeah. He loves yeah. Batman. I, not so much. And, and I'm yeah. the one on our pod that likes to see the world burn and says the things that <laughs> yes. no one else will say and is very unpopular, but I'm gonna stand by it. Uh, when it comes to politics, sometimes. people are like, hey, free, this is happening in politics. What do you think? <laughs> That's fine. Right. No, ben, is, ben, ben is the bad guy of the podcast, so he's yeah. I, I understand that. But uh, in, in, in this case, as I'm the bad guy here, I have to just get this off. Uh, with Star Trek and Star Wars extra yeah. properties coming out now, mm-hmm. Discovery, fantastic. Top when you talk about writing. Sorry. And, right. Yeah. I was like, when you talk about writing, I was, and I, I don't know, I'm low-key a Trekkie. I've literally watched all the Star Treks with my mom back going back in the day, Deep Space Nines, et cetera. It, it's amazing. but now with the kind of quasi fall off of Boba Fett and these things and the dropping of Discovery and Picard, is there a leveling of the playing field? <laughs> First of all, Ben is rude as fuck. Look, he's look. rude. That's hey, why I just I set it up. Right. Okay, he, no. he, look, he, he ran it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what the fuck? I don't think so. Wrong. <laughs> 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 
saying? You're yeah. not wrong, but you're not he's the not same wrong, like that. He's not wrong, but he's out of line, right? Like, yeah. no. You know, you're not wrong. But no, he's not wrong. I, I take umbrage to the fact that he laughed like that. <laughs> um, no, it's not a level playing field. And here's the thing, because I personally don't feel like you're comparing apples to apples when you're talking about Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah. The only thing that's the same about him is the word star, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a different approach. It's, a, it's, it's clearly it's different stories, but it's just, it's, it's, it's a different main theme behind both of them. And I just think that those differences, beyond the fact that they're in space and all that other stuff, the differences are so great that to me, it's not really even fair to compare the two. If you're just saying in terms of sci-fi stuff, are they on the same level? No, they're not. I mean, if you're talking about fandom level, things like that, no, they're not. Like. <laughs> at all and i mean Oof. ben and i were privy to like the real freaking life <laughs> and that was Oof. the cold part about it but like <laughs> this was years ago but like and, and just real quick it hurts I, I, I it say, hurt me the episode where, where guru broke down the, the difference between both of them is still yes. like yeah, top still. tier yes. <laughs> I, I i still disagree with guru but you know whatever <laughs> yeah, that's, like, you know. i mean if you're talking about having philosophical conversations you're talking about science you're talking about like regular reality-based stuff sometimes. Like, of course, Star Trek, to me, is well above and beyond. That's not to say that Star Wars doesn't have some of that in there. It's just that that's what Star Trek is. However, if you're just talking about from a pure, like, we're talking about merch, we're talking about sales, we're talking about people at a convention, uh, you're not going to get the same approach to Star Trek as you're going to get to Star Wars. You're just not. Star Wars blows that out of the water, and that's what it is. Yeah, it's and, the truth. And I yeah. even, I even like, like I said, I disagree with Guru a lot about that whole breakdown he had. Not about his uh, the Jedi. Breakdown? No, no, that, no, that he's 100 percent spot say, on. That was on point. No, but when he broke down, it was it was before that one time he was on. He broke down the difference, and he, you know, basically says it's a fantasy, etc. And when I call out the things about Star Trek that are fantasy, people are like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, like the what's fantasy about it though? Like the, the transporter system is fantasy. Well, yeah, in the that, story, but that's, that's what I'm saying. But that, that's bodies. That's, but okay, but see, not, that's one thing I can go on. They met God. It, you know, it's like you can't like. Come on, man. A lot of this stuff that is was fantasy. Them. Yeah. No, that was no. They met oh. God before that. Oh, uh, Kirk yeah. met God. Kirk, the oh, undiscovered country. Well, I and see, Picard met God. <laughs> Both of them oh, met God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like. I get it's it. There's spirituality in it, but yeah, it's not the yeah. level of Star Wars. It's not, yeah, same difference, but they're not like, neither of them are hard science fiction. You know what I mean? Both yeah. of them have a lot of like leeway in that, but that's not my point. My point is like Star Wars, when it gets into like Clone Wars and Rebels, it's hard, you know, it, because not only it has that, plus it has the movies, it's like, yeah. it's on a level, you know, it, it's comparative, but I give a lot of credit to Discovery and Picard. They are both incredible and made me love trek but I, i'm always a fan of trek like i tell people don't understand that either like the search for spock i mean no the wrath of Khan search for wrath spock Khan. and no the voyage home are that's a trilogy of you know any i put it up against anything mm-hmm. you know that's just fantastic Borg, Borg all day. Oh, the Borg too. Right. Yeah, Borg, yeah, Borg. Like that, Borg that's how yeah. picard got me immediately it has borg and q like uh, that's my two favorite shits right there. Like you bring in Borg and Q, Q I'm nine. there. I fuck with seven of nine. Yeah, like, I'm there. Right. You got three of my faves. I haven't got to Picard yet because me and my that girl off. Yeah, Discovery is incredible, and I was yeah, like, oh my god, I, I, we love it. Just the reimagining of the Klingons and all the things like that. It's like, yeah, oh, this is fire, fire. Yeah. So, anywho, fire. <laughs> but uh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, other than that, um, I don't know, Freddie. Do you have anything you want to uh, ask? I'll say just in any medium, whether it's comics, TV, film, what is something that you're enjoying right now that you would you would recommend? On the low, uh, Saved by the Bell remake on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> over Bel Air? I'll say Bel Air. That, like that Saved by, by the Bell remake is yeah. like, it's <laughs> some of the most phenomenal writing. It makes me jealous every episode. I also really like uh, the one you've been watching, uh, Bust Down. I think oh Bust Down God. is amazing. Oh, um, that's the one you said in the, in the, in the, in the group chat over there. E-ray, yes. right? Yeah, the Bust Down is... Bust Down is pretty good. I can't lie. But that's it. Both of those are Peacock is really just doing some silly shit right Peacock now. Peacock got some good content. Yeah. yeah. Minus yes. the wrestling stuff that they're butchering to death. I've, I've yes. heard about that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I've heard. Also, WWE Network. Also, uh, back, rest please. in peace, Razor Ramon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Word. Oh, 
the bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Scott Hall, right? Scott Hall. Yeah. Scott yes. Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would recommend. I know it's been out for a while, but it's now. I know people still aren't really comfortable going to theaters, but it's out on like digital. Well, it's on Paramount Plus now. I highly recommend the new Scream. I've heard that. Um, yeah. And I think they did Wes Craven justice with it. It's, it's, it's very enjoyable and a very good deconstruction of current current horror nor horror horror norms and uh you know fan culture and all that stuff too self-awareness yeah Mm. yeah i I was also gonna actually say bel-air we were talking about peacock um i would definitely recommend south side that's on hbo um south side is the funniest just really the funniest black ensemble cast uh, show out right now, absolutely freaking Luli. And I believe they recently got confirmed season three. Season I mean, three, yes. Yeah. It's, you said it's HBO. It's HBO, HBO Max. HBO, HBO okay, Max. Yeah. Check it's out. truly funny on so many different levels. Like it's smart funny. Like there's there's some shows. There's a, what I'm noticing it, and I feel like they're all on Peacock. But I'm noticing all of these ensemble shows coming out, like Grand Crew and and um, Grand Crew is amazing. You guys just said there's some hey, other stuff. They're, they're okay. I, yeah, I, I couldn't get with Grand Crew. I, I, watched, I, watched, I watched five episodes of Grand Crew, and, they're, and it, it's progressively gotten more funny to me. But, okay. But not to the degree of Southside. Southside. Oh, pilot yeah. hurt. That pilot hurt my feelings. Oh, the, it's the, yeah, the pilot isn't the best just because. It's the, so mad. But it binds itself. I think okay. it does a really yeah. good job of defining each character. And that's yes. all like about, around wine and different uh, genres of blackness or whatever you want to call it yes. from different different that's versions good. of us which is good really know. good it, it gets yeah. better with time it's just it's just taking some time and it's like, like I said, I, i'm not completely like <laughs> sold on it i'm not sold on it the way i'm sold on um South yeah <laughs> I, I i couldn't go back i went i did the first and then like i went i'm gonna try south side though because i've been on a bus down a bus down yeah, is like fucking funny Freddie the Gibbs same is a, guy is a monster leland, i think leland and bus downs is in south side and he has oh. a part in there that's Okay. incredible okay and he's doing the same like play up voice like hey guys i'm yeah, so yeah. nice and then <laughs> the dude is like man what are you doing did he just walk up to him like yeah nigga you ain't know i talk like this i was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever so yeah no it's definitely like a renaissance of kind of black sitcom yeah. i guess that we're seeing yeah. even with abbott elementary shout out to that as well oh, yes. love abbott yeah elementary. love abbott I, I am concerned though that they're giving this like the 90s 2000s fox upn treatment the wb treatment where it's like build up a network with black stories and black characters and then and give them the boot once the network is because they're using this to build up you know how we do it, right they're using it like because peacock is still technically a fledging network right a right streaming mm-hmm. network so there and, and all of the you know we're we're giving all this these disgrace and props and all that stuff and I hope that like they're just going to continue to build and pour into black creative led things yes. like and not pull the plug if, like they did if, every year. If they don't, someone else will. And it really don't matter what network is on these days. You know what I mean? Like it's you all know, streaming. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> you know, like, it matters just, to me. That shit is fucked up. No, because I'm happy them producers and creators are getting them checks and then they're getting True. them resumes and then they yeah. can uh, something true. else and yes, then by the time true. you know by the time peacock decides to do that them cats are gonna be long gone anyway they're gonna be on like a 10 picture deal with amazon like I so. right yeah. i believe some of the people from uh insecure if i'm not mistaken oh um, all of them rent, they all ran them. some of uh some of the shows that we were just talking Grand, about so Grand crew is definitely insecure okay. yep and i think uh so is uh bust down okay, okay. That's yeah yep. so yeah definitely a tree of knowledge there uh last thing i got for you guys if you don't mind um i was at, about writing because i know ben particularly you do a lot of the writing and you know submitting your own work so that kind of affects how you look and critique art right i'll talk down as well both both of yeah, us so. yeah, okay yeah yep. i apologize so both of you guys when you kind of look into things like, of that nature um like power for instance is like <laughs> now that that's is the funniest thing ever to me but i know i realize like writing wise they missing with tommy i'll say that <laughs> tommy is a hot like i love all of it oh no go ahead and finish try to finish yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. i lo- i'd like to watch it just because it's ridiculous but at the same time something like euphoria that i catched i'm like wow this is incredible or suits from back in the day or um high town something i've just caught up to like i'm watching these different things and these different properties and i'm like so this is the difference of like you know i'm saying comparing like how it how it how the writing is mm-hmm. and just the enjoyability factor 
do you think it's possible to, you know, like, or how do you guys critique it when you're looking at that stuff? Does that also affect oh, how you're saying. able to enjoy it? Because you're like, mm -hmm. uh, this. I see what you're saying. Well, I think I, I'm, so, and, and Ben as well, like, I'm still honest about stuff. It's just that we approach it with a more respectful tone, if that makes sense, right? Like, yes. so maybe in the past, before I knew what went into the writing process, what went into producing a show, what went into the 150 people that produce a show, whether it's quote unquote trash or not, like there's a lot of time and effort and, and really people's lives on the line for a lot of this stuff. So I'm much more mindful to just call something like trash on his head or, or just right. be, or just be hypercritical of things. Um, I'm still going to be honest about it, right? Like if there's something, and, 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 and when I say honest, instead of just leaving it to some adjective or just saying, I hated it, like I'm gonna go into the, the, the details of what bothers me about it, like specifically, like, what don't you like about a show? Well, I don't like the pacing. And here's an example of why I don't like the pacing, or this is what happened in that show or movie or whatever, why it makes me feel this way. Like I will give, and I think that's what's missing with, the critical analysis when it comes to TV and things like that. Like the average person will just say like, oh, I don't really F with that person. I don't really F with her. Or, or it's always some, it's not even a true reason. It's just like, they're just throwing out things that they don't like, but they're not really analyzing it. And that's why everyone's not a true, uh, a true critic, right? Like it does take skill and effort and time to understand the, the body of work that you're consuming to, to analyze it as well. So. I think, you know, with, with our writing and, and, and when Ben and, and Ben taught me a lot about the writing process, but I think because we have that background now, we're kind of on the other side of the fence that we're, as mentioned, just much more mindful about how we review things. And, and again, if it's something where it's just like, just dead ass wrong, we're just going to say it's dead ass wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like everything you said, I agree with. And it was something I had to learn myself because I was definitely a lot more hotheaded before. I actually like got my first real Hollywood gig and really worked with people who've been working mm -hmm. in the industry for years. And, you know, I've now I talked to some of these people who I was critiquing before. Yeah. And that is a problem I have with Hollywood is that it's a, it's a place that doesn't allow for criticism from its own ranks. So you'll see people close ranks over things that I feel like should be called out. Mm -hmm. And but what I've also learned is just and that's why we do the show. I'm not just gonna fire off a tweet like, yo, this movie sucked. Like yeah. when I walked out of Batman, I was like, well, it was a movie. You know, that was my first reaction. Like, it was a movie, you know, it was, it was enjoyable, you know. And then when I went on the show, I wrote down what I had problems with, what I liked about it, what I didn't like, and etc. But as far as like something like like I like Euphoria a lot, but I think the strengths of Euphoria are the cast and the directors they choose because I think the writing. I, I haven't gotten into the second season, but I the thought season, the first season was. Season was well, see, I thought the first season was just a little weird. Like the fact that uh, Nate survived so long was just completely unrealistic. It was a fantasy, you know. It's like <laughs> it looks amazing because of the directors and the yeah. actors are incredible. But I thought the writing was just. CW ish. It's but at the same time, see, that's the thing. Like people don't understand when I say something like CW ish, that's still very good writing. Like anything that makes it to screen is at least technically very good writing, right? Whether or not mm -hmm. it's like great writing is another level, you know, that takes a lot, but it's still very good writing because it did all the things technically to tell a story that a lot of bad strips don't do. And that's why they're on screen. I mean, they still might be, you know, there's levels to this ish as always, but they're yeah. still at a certain level, but I enjoy power the same way I would enjoy something that is like, I don't know, like, I Venom. think Lost has some of the best writing, you know, <laughs> or then it has some of the, you know, shakiest writing, Watchmen. Watchmen mm -hmm. is an incredibly well-constructed, well-plotted season where it's like everything mattered and it all pointed to this yes. and it all led yes. back to this. Yes. And there are things you can point to in the first episode that come up in the last episode. And that doesn't really happen on power, but I still, <laughs> in, but power it does would, <laughs> just Photoshop somebody into it. I didn't peep that till later when Mary J. Blige had like the old kids and that <laughs> daughter been dead, but suddenly she, she had a picture of her dead daughter <laughs> aged up. Yeah. Now the issue with that is not even right. And that's continuity errors. That's yeah, that's just a hot mess. Error. Yeah, that's something else. <laughs> but, um, but it's like, 
but power knows what it is and it's good at what it is. And that's something I think that a lot of things like that's my problem with the Batman. Like I felt like the Batman did not know what it was. It's like, it wants to be this ultra serious movie, but then it wants to have Batman take a bomb to the face. You know, you can't do both of these things. Like you got to figure out what you're doing. Power's like, yo, we are a hot mess. We're going to be a hot mess every week and you're going to love it. And it's a soap opera. And they, it's a soap opera and they lean into it. Euphoria is just a well shot soap opera, but yes. they lean into it. And the acting is incredible. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't differentiate between these things. Like, I just think that, you know, it's like if you enjoy something, you enjoy it. You know, it's like, it is what it is. Like, and I enjoy power. It's entertaining, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go ahead and do a drive by wearing Fendi and a Mercedes, right. I mean, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah, I mean, when, when Tommy was laying people out in broad daylight in his blue ass car, you know, in New York City, like the, you know, parking, he, all he, dro- he drove over someone in like Manhattan in one episode. I'm like, dog, there are cameras everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. You are not doing it, but you know, it's it, that's the universe they're in, you know, and that's and they that's what I mean. It knows what it is, and that's the that's the you know that's a good thing to me because it's like it's like. You know what you're watching, dog. You're not you're not watching this for realism. Yeah. You're watching this for drama. And laughs. Right. Uh, this this I, great uh sorry, this great screenwriter. I was just reading this shit last night. David Mamet, he has this like uh basically like a screed he wrote. And he's like, stop writing bullshit, stop writing this. And like he called shit out in this screed. You can Google it. That in the script I just wrote, I was like, fuck. You know, like that's in that script I just wrote, you know, like <laughs> And, but at one point he's like, people don't come for any of this shit you're talking about. People come for drama, you know? Right. So write drama. Right. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also wanted to uh, get into, cause I know like y'all had like a little hiatus or, or uh, whatnot recently. Uh, can you just kind of speak on like the importance of like one is when you need to take a break, like a, a mental break or like a life break and just uh, how that is not important just as for yourself, but just important, like maybe just for the podcast, because I know, like y'all said, uh, uh, the one of the most recent episodes about how, like, hey, we took we all took the time to like retool and uh, retinker some things just so we can make the show better. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's such thing as burnout. There's mm-hmm. such thing as also when you're doing something for a long time, even if it's at a high level, you get jaded. Mm-hmm. And um, when you get to those points, sometimes you, especially with something that that you love, right? You mm-hmm. should take a step back and reassess where you are and where you're going. And if you can't really clearly answer those questions, then you may need to move some things around or make some changes or adjustments. So, I mean, that that's always part of it. Like we, like what you said to us earlier about our impact to you all, like For All Nerds has changed names, has changed hands, like has changed approach, like it, it, it hosts, like it has evolved many, many, many times over. And to me, any good piece of, of uh, just material or creative idea is only as good as you're willing to let it evolve, yeah. right? Um, even like when you talk about things like sequels, like they're still evolving in a sequel. It'd be about the same characters, but there's an evolution in somewhere in the story. There's an evolution somewhere in, in something, mm-hmm. some, some part of it is being evolved further to keep you engaged and keep you active in it. And to me, that's how we approach foil nerds. So, Sometimes that necessitates a break. And and sometimes it has, it's nothing philosophical. It's like, I'm tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm tired. I just don't feel like recording like back to back to back to back. You know, there's just a lot of work that goes into it. It's not just we turn yeah. on the camera and say hello. Like we, we do a lot of research. We do a lot of, 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 of pre-work. Um, and then obviously the, 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 the structures that go into it, you know, the editing, the, the social media, all that other stuff. Yeah. So um, people don't see those that clockwork behind it to make it work. The gears behind it to make the make the clockwork. So that's also why sometimes it's just like you you're just tired. And I think we have to just as a society have to move away from like you got to constantly like the grind is cool, but you also can't grind if you're dead, right? If you're dead spiritually, if you're dead physically, like all this stuff. Like and that's why breaks and telling the truth about things and just and just just taking a step back really matters and 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 why sometimes for us we have to just take a step back and 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 sometimes it's just about i'm trying to go on vacation because it's like anything else you just want to you also want to you don't necessarily want to be in the booth recording 24 hours a day right you want to be able to feel the sun feel the sand or wherever the fuck you're going so that that's that's where i I see it 
Yeah, uh, pretty much I agree with everything. And I, it's something that also, once again, once I started working on Hollywood, and I see it a lot on Twitter, I see this, especially with screenwriters. I don't know what it is, man. But it's like people are like, oh, I worked 20 hours today, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, man, fuck that, dog. Like, you know, <laughs> like a, a big example I use a lot lately is John Singleton. Um, because John Singleton, you know, is doing Snowfall, right? Everybody loves Snowfall. Oh, my God, I can't get enough of Snowfall. And that man's dead. You know, and in like knowing people who know him, everyone says it. Snowfall killed him because TV is a beast. You know, it's a, it is like, I mean, writing room alone, like to be a showrunner is I it's stress level that I'm not sure I'm going to be ready for yet. Yeah. You know, and you know, I've just been staff, and just being staff is a lot of you know, it's it's a, it's a hard job. It's a lot of hours, and he worked himself to death and he didn't take care of himself probably, et cetera. But it's that mentality where it's like, you have to produce something and you have to create. And I'm a creative and I get it, but I'm also, I'm a person who's like, yo, if it happens, it happens. If not, I'm good. You know, as long as I'm personally happy and as long as the people around me are happy. And as long as I feel like I've made the world a better place, that's all that matters to me. Like, you know, I'd like to work for more, but I have a lot of goals, but at the same time, I just want to do things that I want to create things that I believe in and I want to create things that make me feel good and make other people feel good. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm not doing it. I just don't care. Yeah, definitely. I know like what even a lot our podcast, uh, in Audible Ruckus, uh, we did what three hundred episodes straight and then we took Oof. but uh yeah. but um uh, but it was more like doing like the pandemic, all like uh four of us started really doing episodes together because uh like some weeks it'd be like E-Ray for like two or three weeks and then like one week out. But then since pandemic, uh, majority of all four was, but then we took that two week break and it was like, oh, wow, this is different. But then we came up with Bench Flicks and Chill. And then uh, we also uh, working on like another spinoff for me. And then we we're working on one for free. So it's just like uh, yeah. made it better and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree 100% with both of you guys, because that's kind of what I've been facing lately, you know, personally wise, you know, full disclosure, my day job, I'm a social worker. So Mm. that's a job you can you lose yourself to trying to help other people. Mm -hmm. And I felt Mm. like that a lot lately. And, you know, so been able to take the time off full disclosure, my my son's gonna be bored any day now. So oh man, uh, congratulations. Thank you. They'd be free. Yeah, so, free. so you might have, have a little Pisces time. on your hand. Right, right. So <laughs> it's not a vacation because when he's here, it's everything. It's, it's work all over again. But to have this time away to really just really do nothing or, you know, or maybe I want to start exercising again or maybe I want to, you know, catch up on some shows, play some video games. You know, I felt I had to schedule that time when I was working because I was giving so much to work. But now I have time to kind of just get back to doing the things. I love. Am I going to break bad habits in this time? Probably not. Now, am I going to feel a lot better for taking this time? Most definitely. So, you know, we, we got to have to take those breaks because nothing we leave, we're, we're not taking anything with us when we leave. So we got to be able to utilize the time we have and take care of ourselves. Yeah, I find it so hard to just do do that. I feel guilty when because, again, I do this binge flicks and chill in Audible Ruckus uh, wrestling podcast. Let me book the territory work full-time uh dogs all the things of life but if i'm just sitting there and i just bought video games playstation 5 just sitting there like play me and i was like i want to but i don't have the time i gotta watch some tv i gotta watch wrestling so it it just feels that that momentum that everything is constantly going and it's hard to just kind of step back from it but yeah oftentimes when i do it's like i kind of miss it but it's good to have that feeling of missing something rather than you know like you said being dead inside and burning it out yeah yeah i know like even for like myself uh like e-ray and, and the rest of the guys had to get on me because they know like before i would work like 40 50 60 hour uh work uh work weeks in uh end of the year they're like you still have days of vacation why haven't you taken your vacation take that motherfucking shit because yeah. these jobs <laughs> do not care about you yeah they're like, man they're, they're like you may be one of their best workers, but if you drop dead, they're gonna have someone replace you next week. So like sooner. It, yep. And then just within these first three three months of the year, I've taken probably like maybe 10 days of vacation in sick time. Like Good. I took like a whole like four or five days. I was just like, I don't feel like Good. going to work. <laughs> and, and that's then like, okay. Yeah. If you have the days and you have the time and you're just like, you know what, today's just not the day. Everyone's 
to not feel bad. Like, do not, who everyone's listening, do not feel bad. Take that day. Take yeah. your mental health day. Like, F these corporations. Do not have loyalty to none of these niggas. Like, All absolutely the time. not. The only <laughs> right. person you need to be, have, be loyal to is yourself, your family. And if you have that type of religion, God. Like, that's it. Right. That's I, it. I, I've never had a day job where I could take off time. Like, any day job I had was like one of them day jobs where it was like, if you take off, you fired. You know, so that wasn't, yeah, like that's, that's, stress. that's, that's, I mean, like that was my experience with, that was my experience with day jobs, which, which what mm. led me to become a DJ, et cetera, because when uh -huh. I had those day jobs, I was like, this is not it. But then DJing is a different thing. Like I don't have days off, you know, there are no sick days. Like when I've been down or whatever, I've, I mean, I've had terrible moments in my life and I had to go DJ because it was right. like, mm. um, it's you also don't... like your livelihood. Like if you're an entrepreneur, mm. like yourself, like, uh -huh. yeah. And, and so when people are like, oh, I'm at a corporation and I have sick days and I don't take them, I'm like, Lick, like, you take dumb motherfucker, you, you better. <laughs> no, you was right, you dumb hoes. You better take that shit, like. You get paid to be sick. You get paid to be sick, take that shit, fuck take that corporation, it. like, take yeah. that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I definitely Man. had to learn that. <laughs> that. That's why I used to shoplift from corporations, dog. They got it, you know, like. <laughs> Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Y'all right, 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 right. don't need the, this. Oh, the what, he, the, the what he called is, is uh, what's the what's the years? You know, it's way out on that. Oh, like, oh, uh, statute uh, limitations. limitations. I used to right. run yeah. Target in high school, fam. <laughs> right there on <laughs> South Main Street. Right there I South ran y'all for big <laughs> things, dog. Oh my God. And hey, I mean, every, every I mall. Did the same thing when I worked at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, every mall in Houston. I allegedly. 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 <laughs> hey, time frame. Please, allegedly. Yeah, so allegedly. Someone's gonna play this back. Someone's gonna play this back and say, see, they always were that person. Like, like, no. Allegedly. I told you. I told you. <laughs> well, if you was right, I always am that person who steals from corporations. Fire <laughs> <laughs> right. me what you owe me. This is why Ben is a walking power episode. Like, if I was his, his walking legal power attorney, if I was his legal resource, he would just kill me every freaking time. I'm trying to <laughs> save this man, and he just puts himself back in every time. Right there, every time. Look, yeah. you know, I, I would hey. say that's E Ray for me. He's like, smile, sh shut up. <laughs> Damn, Over relax, relax, relax. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. last questions that I have for you, uh, really yeah. quickly. On a video game sense, uh, then, okay. I mean, I know you said specifically, I think it was Spider-Man was just like your game. Has that mm -hmm. changed for either of you or what's a game that speaks to you that's like, this was incredible. Like when you finish it, you should like, you shed that tear. Like, I can't, I'm done with this now. Both, both I mean, recently, yeah, like it was definitely Spider-Man and God of War. The both of those- I, I was oh gonna say God, God of War for me. <laughs> I mean, I haven't- played anything for a long time now because just mm. just takes up I, i've i've used to have video game addiction it's a real thing now and <laughs> mm -hmm. um that was years ago but like i i largely weaned myself out of playing games because like if I, if, if, I, if I game it's just hours upon hours upon hours you're not eating you're not sleeping you're not doing shit so um but but god of war was the last one where i actually like gave it time so i would say that yeah, those were incredible. God of War 4, the way it yeah. ended, and Spider-Man, incredible. Yeah, both of those. Yeah. Uh, Last yeah. of Us, honorable mention, because... I, I, I know that one, I just can't, I can't play it because it's too dark for me, but I know, I know them, they're so good, but it's like, the, dark. I don't want to sit there and shoot people in the face all day. Yeah, but the first one and the second one, I'm playing through it, it it's amazing. The moments of, like, I guess, levity or just kind of sentimental moments sparse between all the face shooting. It's really good, but yeah, but, there's a lot of mm, issues. Yeah, Bioshock like, was a game like that for me too, but it's kind of in the yeah, way, in the vein of The Last of Us, where I'm like, it's kind of it's kind of yeah. it's dark. Mm -hmm. But I yeah. I like the second the the racist one, but it's, oh it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a racist like, Bioshock. Infinite. Man, yeah, yeah. well, Bioshock you know, what's this? I know what you're talking about, Ben. And it didn't hit me, no, but the game is just messed up. Like they, they that game is like white people attempting to do race, you know, just completely <laughs> missing the mark. And I didn't realize how badly they missed the mark till I read afterwards, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what they were really saying." I'm like, uh, "Damn, this!" Mm. It, it, it attempts to both sides. Like it has a black character who's like a terrorist trying to bring down the white power structure, and then they make her a villain, you know. And it's like, "What?" Mm. Like, mm. yeah, you talking about homegirl? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. like, wait, what? All right, you know. But um, no, like, yeah, God of War and Spider Man are the only two games of recent. Where, like, I just didn't know games should do that to me, where I would be crying, you know, like where I'm sitting there. <laughs> 
bawling, you know, like yeah, in both of those, yeah. I was yeah. bawling. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Spider Man was incredible. God of War, just I guess you oh, know, people, it's old now, guys. So the the new Guardians of the Galaxy joint on on the I fucking had... low, dog. Like I did not expect it, and bawling, bawling. No, I still like, have it wrapped in the paper. I haven't. Even oh, it's so <laughs> good. Oh, it's like it was. I heard, I, it I was heard. completely unexpected. I was so happy it won. Uh, it won Best Story at one of the award shows, and I was so nice. happy for it because it's so deserved. It's like I could not believe how. Yeah, damn. Just talking about it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm sold. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. That, that's, that there's a moment in that when they crushed me, like crushed. Yeah, uh, wrestling has to wait no more. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, and, and it's too much. It's, it's just too much emotionally. So I gotta keep shit light. Like I gotta play like we talking about theft earlier we got to play like thieving games like you know you sneak it around i forgot what the game is it was some random game on like i was playing on a switch some random game on like nintendo shop where it's just like you literally are a thief and you gotta like mm -hmm. ride around town breaking into houses and shit like that that shit that's just great for me like, but keep it light that's ther that was mad therapeutic i'm just keeping it light you know <laughs> busting some heads you know Bro, I'm, right. I've, been I've been playing what do you call right now um horizon zero dawn forbidden west i never played any of the first one I read up on YouTube and stuff like that to figure out what was going on and I'm enjoying it, but I don't know if it's like going to hit me because it's, it's not, I don't know. So far I'm not connecting to shorty at all. Yeah. I don't think Leah, it may not hit you at all. She's wild stressed. I need a, a story, uh, like a really good story. And that's like all I do. I can't do the online stuff with everybody. I was like, just give me a good story. Yeah. And, and it's there. a good story, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I, I'm, I want to see how the story ends and see if I feel it by the end, you know? Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, but I know I didn't have anything else. Uh, e Ray, free anything else? Y'all, I no? uh, just thank you guys for, for joining us. It's appreciated. This, Absolutely. this actually yeah. meant a lot to yeah. me, so all right. This and being really very cool generous with your time, oh, thank you for rocking, rocking our shirt. Yeah, I'm about, yeah. I was about to say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that, man. Thank you so much. Now, it, it, I mean, I know people say that, like, you know, oh, it means a lot, and I'm just like, you know, thank you, really. Like, I don't. <laughs> it, I know me and Tatiana feel the same way. We've met people, you know, we've met fans of the show, and it's just us, you know, we're just us. Like, and I know superstars say that, but, and I'm not no fucking superstar, you know, but I know people say that, and it's just like, but it's. Tommy, yes, you are. I mean, when you tweeted it, I was like, yo, interview. That's the opportunity. Yeah, but that's why I tell people, and anyone listening to this, you know, like, we're always down, you know, to be on people's shows, be out there, you know, do whatever, because I'm, I, like I like I said earlier, I don't do things to you know be rich and famous. I do things to you know make myself feel better and make other people feel better for the most part. You know, like that's my main goal in writing is to write very black things that are you know uplifting to black people. Yeah. Very weird, very black things. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's like so. I'm just like yo, say what up, you know. And so thank y'all for having us. I had a great time. You know, this has been fun. I, you know, I just like seeing people do you know talk about this stuff and. Seeing yeah. more people in this space, I will say this. I want to talk to this is one podcast. Geet said, I want to talk to them because I saw that it's two things that are bugging me right now that that one and uh Noriega. I got to talk to because one, <laughs> Geet said, has Four like hours. Their, oh. no, no, that's not that. Geet oh. said, since they're like they're the only uh podcast that does um hip hop and geek culture oh, the just, four dudes yeah and i'm just yeah, like yeah. I, I don't mind anyone you know doing this but like don't you're the own come on you're not the only <laughs> you're not stop not, it not even you know close. not even right. remotely and you're nowhere near you're nowhere near the first and that and that goes back to nori like i was watching the one with game and they started saying numinati and i've heard kanye say it and you know a game on the episode was talking about being real you know important about who originated things and i just want to say because we Talk about combat real quick, you know, combat jet, that is where the term Numenati comes from. You know, right. you can Google that game, Nori, everyone. And I know game and Nori both respect combat. They shouted them out on the episode, but I just, it's things like that where it's like, you know, like don't call yourself the only hip hop and geek, like, you're not. And yeah. two, like, you know, don't say you're Numenati and don't know where, you know, if you, they were, they were trying to just uh, figure out who started slime, you know, the phrase slime oh, and all yeah. that. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. so I just want people to understand, you know, there's certain things that, you know, were there. And, you know, shout out to my brother Combat Jack. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. RIP to the legend. 
They tried to give Nori the figure, that that type of stuff. That was E40. Hey, he I'm got sorry. mad. I'm from the back. So that, that was E40. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was another yeah. one when they said that. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I was like, that was, uh, you know, that's 40 water to me, dog. Like, you know, no, I mean, slime, slime is definitely Nori as far as I know. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll give him that one, but yeah, that four, that figure, figure the AL, that's all forty. Yeah, yeah. No, they bury people get with credit. You better run us our credit. <laughs> oh, I, I, I run forty. Uh, forty is one of my favorite artists of all time. Like, you know, that's like, you know, he's one of the greats, and people. Oh, oh our guy Low, he's gonna, he's gonna love that because they do not give him the man. That that man's one of the first businessmen and one of the best rappers. One of the slang game is untouchable. Like forty water, come on, man. That's you know, yep. sprinkle. Uh, Right, that's all day. Too, if you want the too long didn't read version, Ben said, "Watch your motherfucking mouth." I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like we nice and we we are, that, and I think that's another thing. Like because me and Tatiana are so like oh welcoming and everything, you know, people take this shit for you know like weakness sometimes, and that's the one thing I had to check. Like, nah, fam, ain't yeah, you know? We can, get, we can get real scary, real, and you real quick go down the history you know like I, we don't we don't boast a lot either but we've done the work you know yeah. like you can see what yeah. we've done it's there you know people have come mm -hmm. to y'all show and then left superstars like, yeah, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've lost about so many from and, yes, and then there show. and there have been people who were you know legends on our show saying yeah. that this was the best interview they've ever done you know it's yep. like yeah and that and that's just something we take pride in what we do. That's you know that's it's not ego or anything. I we okay. both work hard at this shit, and we stud. Somebody came at me today about this Miss Marvel shit, and I'm like, don't come at me just jumping up because it's not something. I think about this all day. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like, yeah. And I've been thinking about it my whole life, dog. <laughs> <Right. laughs> it's sad how Alan much I think jump. about some of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> That's amazing. Well, yeah. With that but, said, uh, I do just want, I have to say this. Give uh, that man Maze a little bit of credit for <laughs> yes, yes, for, yes, for Getty Green Gobble. That just <laughs> maybe all the other ones. Throw them away, but yeah. Getty Green, three six At mafia heads went crazy. They had exploded. It was like, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I get uh, it. That that went in retrospect when people explained it to me. I was like, all right, but at the same time, I was like, then you could just be like Money Green Goblin, you know? And it's like, you know, I, I guess get, I guess Getty does. If you love Getty yeah. Green. I get, I get you. I get you. I get you. It's nice to see that Maze is famous all over the multiverse. All yes. over the multiverse. And you still, y'all just that's, that's like one of the things I look forward to every, every episode. I'm like, I wonder if Maze wrote in. So I can hear what kind of AKAs he got this. He's, a, he's the unofficial like character on the show. This is sad. <laughs> right. Unofficial official character. So. He's still wrong about Batman too. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Roasting. Catch that slander. No matter mm -hmm. where it is. I hope he hears this episode. Maze, you're like the bra man of, of all there is. Yeah. yeah, my sister met bra man in Houston. He's from Houston. Oh, and, shoot. Yeah, he was, she was in a Denny's and he met, and she met him. And then, like, you know, he was, like, talking to herself. And then he went outside and did the bra man at the window. <laughs> <laughs> Maze, Maze, man, you're not alone. I think I wrote a question in a long time ago. And he was like, the Diet Coke of Evil. What is that? And I was like, Austin <laughs> did we, Powers. Did we blame you? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 I was cracking up. I'm just like Austin Powers. Nobody get. He's like, no, he's not evil. He's like the Diet Coke of oh, Evil. And I was like, oh, forgot that genius. one. And they just cracked me up. And okay. I was like, they is like way over. I was like, oh, that's fine. I should have got that because I love. There's so many little lines in Austin Powers that I, exactly. especially the that's first I was one. Like, I was like, there's yeah. just, he was like, but I don't even get, and then he stopped. The whole question was like, fuck this question. Listen, why <laughs> is it Diet Coke? Like, does he have diabetes? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, no okay. I remember, I, I, like, I, remember I wrote like a, a Pokemon <laughs> question one time. I forgot, I forgot what the question was. I said something about like Pokemon and like Pikachu and he was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I know nothing. You know, like. Well, I see. I'm a Pokemon person. Yeah, yeah. But, um, other than weird jokes, I know. Uh, yeah, you know, if, if it was something sexual about Pokemon, I was definitely like, nah, fam. Yeah, you know, I can't, I can't no, even no, remember. No. It was like it was like so many years ago, but I was like, I'm just glad they read my question. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so wild, man. Thank y'all. Yeah, th yeah, like it's it's, it's so wild to hear stuff like that, man. It's like. 
Yeah, because we, you know, yeah, I know how you know because your podcast is like podcasting is like this lonely ass experience sometimes. Like it's like you're, you know, you and your best friend or whatever, and you're talking to each other, but you don't know who the fuck. I mean, yeah. that that used to be Combat Jack, you know. Once again, like he used to be like, "Yo, who's listening?" You know, every week he would say that because we didn't know, you know. And then it turned into this legendary thing, but. At the time, we were just four, five, six, seven, eight, nine dudes in a room. 20 niggas in a room. 20 niggas in a room. 50, 11 something niggas in a room. You know, it wasn't like, you know, that was it. And we didn't know who was listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank y'all. This It means a lot to hear this stuff. Yeah. For real. Like, definitely appreciate it. And thank you for asking us on. Had a blast. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. That was amazing. Yeah. If y'all can just give your social medias and uh, where everybody can find the podcast, and we'll wrap it up. All right. Uh, I am at DJ Ben Amin on pretty much everything. And you can find our show at For All Nerds on pretty much everything. We are at For All Nerds, the voice of the urban geek, the podcast, the multicultural maestros, the podcast that describes geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And um, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, etc. Just search for For All Nerds. You're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash For All Nerds TV. Twitch.tv slash For All Nerds, where you can watch us live. And we'll be back with our Moon Knight review on Views from the 616, like what, in less than two weeks, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. March 30th. Yep. Yeah. yeah, right on the corner. Yeah, super. And mine's... Uh, I'm at Tatiana King on most social mm-hmm. media. Um, you want to see some thirst traps, go to IG. My cash app is money sign Tati KJ. That is the truth. Um, but but in some real stuff, but on some real stuff, uh, make sure y'all on our Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com. <laughs> Slash for all nerds. Um, if you want to support us financially, you can, any tier is a good tier. You just, you do get special privileges on those tiers. So again, patreon.com slash for all nerds. Mm-hmm. And also because uh, Mr. M free got that perfect, perfect t-shirt on. You can get that yes. shirt and more yeah. on our T public T public.com slash stores slash for all nerds. All right. Uh, free. You want to give your social medias? Yep. Yep. Uh, so on Twitter, I'm at despicable underscore free uh, on Instagram. I'm at free Luminati. You can catch me on the uh, Inaudible Orcus podcast every week. Uh, we drop on Saturdays, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, because I always get the record date and the drop date confused, so I always got to <laughs> But yeah, we drop every Saturday. All right, E-Ray. Uh, you can find me at E underscore R-A-Y underscore the bad guy on Instagram, something of that nature on Twitter. All you need to know, I follow For All Nerds and you guys individually as well. And, I, uh, I, can... I don't have any of y'all muted or blocked, do I? I might. If I do, I apologize. If you do, I wouldn't. I've got so many yeah, recipes of my brother, Sean Price. I've got so, and I feel bad about it because so, it, it's some people I didn't mean to, or I just like it was like <laughs> it was just a bad day and I was just blocking everyone who responded to me. So if I do, I'm sorry. And if you know, hit fall on nerves and I'll unblock you. <laughs> Yeah, I might be. Let me let me check that. I'm a very tame tweeter, so I doubt it. But who knows? Right. Right. He's like, hello, blocked. Yeah, so I, I trust on the wrong day. With, like, especially on my bad days, I'm a I'm a mean with the mute. Yeah. <laughs> with wrestling, you can find us at Let Me Book the Territory. Uh, that drops every Friday. Saturdays, you can find us at Inaudible Ruckus, and then on Tuesdays, Binge Flicks and Chill. And the latest episode with Sir M. Free and A-Dub, the pod god, you got him on uh, the Batman. And Batman gets no ladies. <laughs> <Say that. laughs> Batman got no hoes. See, yes, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's the title. That's the real that's the title. Real episode. <laughs> and then, of course, y'all can follow me at JW Smiles on uh, Instagram. You can also follow me at Music Impulse, M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E on Twitter and Instagram. And as also at Shot versus Smiles for my other podcast, I do with my homie Shot every week. And that is it. Again, thank you, everybody. You know, E-Ray, Tatiana, Free, Ben, thank y'all for taking the time to do this. And um, that's a wrap for me out. All right. Hello to the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs>